Hey everyone, it's Brianna. And I'm Francisco. And you're listening to The, the Page Turner. Hello everyone and welcome back to The Page Turner. Today we have a very special guest, Nancy Elridge. She is one of our VIP patrons. <laughs> Frequent flyer. You're yes. always here picking up books, giving us recommendations. Yeah. This is Francisco. And yeah, <laughs> I, I think I've had in the last four months, maybe 20 books you recommended. Wow, or, that's really good. Or, and yeah, right on the money. Great books, um, including this one we're going to talk about today. Yes, the one we're going to discuss was actually, I had seen the book come through and then Nancy, of course, had already read it. <laughs> and then Francisco, did you read it because Nancy recommended it? Yes, yes. So I read it, and it was one of those things that within a two or three days, I had it done. It, and it was excessively, like, I was just, that's all I was doing for, like, 48 hours, reading oh this God. book. Wow. So the book is, I guess we should say the title, A Very Short History of Life on Earth by Henry Gee. But before that, Nancy, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I, I, um, I started reading a lot when I was in college because they made us read all the time. But then in the summer, I would read what I wanted. Oh, nice. And then, so I really, that's when I became a book person big time was because of my summers in college before I was never a kid that, you know, got 10. Oh, okay. So you became a reading, uh, level of books later. Yes, I always read, but not like, you know, not voraciously. Yeah. So then um, uh, I d did a little three years at a library as the person running the library. It's a little private school, K through eight, and that was really fun. Oh, nice. And then I went into tech because it was so alluring with the big, you know, the, <laughs> the salary. <laughs> <laughs> and then I um, went back to books and worked at the Palo Alto Children's Library for a while. And Which is a beautiful library. And then, um, now I'm at a bookstore in Los Altos. It's a really kind of a cool place. It's limited tree books. It's amazing. And we've actually bought books from them. That's right. I, yeah. Because, um, you know, when in doubt, if you can't get what you need yeah. through a supplier, yeah. go straight to the source. Yeah, good. That's amazing that you said you became a reader in college because a lot of stories I hear is college broke me out from reading, ah. that I had no energy to read for fun. Right. But instead, it, it made you strive right. more to well, read? I think I was, my wheels were spinning, you know, and then summer came and my wheels were still spinning. So I'm like, okay, I need to keep, you know. and yeah. I loved it because I would pr pretty much go to anything that wasn't related to what I was doing oh, in wow. school. I would read fiction mostly. Fiction mostly. What, what genre? Uh, <laughs> no, that's okay. Do you remember, do you have one memorable well, book? Well, Scott Fitzgerald is a, oh, I read okay. him. I remember reading his books. Yeah. I suck, except I've never read The Great Gatsby. Really? Uh, no, I, I had to read that in high school. Yeah. I never had to read it, and I never read it. Do and you plan on it? I'm reading it. I know you. I'm sure you, you know, have a huge. There's list. so much out there to read. I just pick stuff I want. You know, I don't worry. That's about, good. I don't worry about, you know, what I should. I, right, you know. right. But. Uh, but it is a classic. <laughs> I know. Say? I think it gets put in in the best one thousand books I've ever. Yeah, so I'm yeah, sure like, it is in there, yeah. Like with the Grapes of Wrath. And, yeah, I mean, I East of Eden by John Steinbeck is yeah. really that good. I, I read that. Yeah. That, that was, 
Yeah. Yeah, epic. <laughs> yeah. You like that one too? I do. I loved Jane Eyre. Yes. I reading Jane, Jane Eyre. Eyre I loved uh, Rebecca, Daphne du Maurier. I can't stand Rebecca. I think it was too hyped for me. And then I've read a lot of, like, I've read a lot of, um, D- dark. I mean, a lot of dark series stuff, like Dostoevsky is my favorite. Oh, yeah. See, I have done. Oh, Crime and Punishment, you need to read. It is, and The Brothers Karamazov and wow. The Idiot. Wow. The Idiot's, like, one of the funniest books ever. But, of course, I'm not Russian. So, right. uh... I'm sure I miss a bunch of things. Like, those are books you need to reread. Yeah. But Crime and Punishment is really strong. It's his most accessible book. Oh, really? And it's very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. That's good to know. But, yeah, what did you love about Rebecca? Have you read that, Francisco? No, I have not. Okay. It was, it was really, I love, I, I honestly, it was written by a woman. I didn't think about that at the time. Mm. And it was about, about a young woman, which I was a young woman. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and you're always encountering, um, the life as a young woman and what do you do and who are these people and who's this you know and I just loved the story because it was really tr- true to her she was she was traumatized in a way but she was she was staying true to herself I think mm. even though she didn't yeah. have all the you know knowledge she needed to cope with what she was you know experiencing not just and, yeah not to spoil it but yeah this lady marries this wealthy man he's like I love you I love you you know I was married but you know my wife is dead whatever and then she just has the worst time in the house until secrets come out. The spooky, wow. it's, yeah, the spooky lady that runs the house and all that stuff. Yeah, very gothic, gothic vibes. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. liking the vibe. It's a yeah. little scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it was really good. I really liked it. it I mean, most people love it. <laughs> I'm an outlier. And that but, was a long time ago. I mean, that was you know. It's interesting though because you read a book again later in life right. and you mm. get a whole different right. read on it. You're like, oh. I never, right. I never understood this part, but now I do. Or I never got that part, but now I get it. And bored, right. You know? And I and I've rarely reread books. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm thinking now maybe I should. But <laughs> it's just like you said, so much to read. I used right. to not be a rereader. I've read a couple books, but I'm not one of those pe- person who rereads for comfort. I want to discover something new. Right. Yeah. And, and right. that's that's yeah, yeah, exciting yeah. to me. Yeah. Exactly. So what have you been reading lately? Uh oh, I have a. I didn't. These aren't. Are these lately? <laughs> Um, these are kind of lately. Yeah, go for it. Um, Flaubert's Parrot is a book I absolutely <laughs> loved. Is that an older book? Um, not really. I think it's maybe 20, not 2009 or 10. Oh, or wow. Okay, yeah, not at all. That's Julian Barnes. Who yes. Who wrote The Sense of an Ending. That's yes, I was going to say that name sounds familiar. So it's just um, about this stuffed parrot that supposedly belonged to Flaubert. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and... It's in this, like, resale store, you know, and there's this whole, so then the whole story, is it really by Flaubert? <laughs> or did it really yeah. belong to him? Or, and then um, it just goes into Flaubert's life, and oh, it's wow. really entertaining. I like a biography, it's yeah. really entertaining, yeah. I like that a lot. Oh, that sounds nice. I do always find it interesting when authors latch on to one detail about, like, someone's life, and then they just run with it. And I'm like, what inspired you to just read this one fact about an author yeah. or a yeah. figure and then just be like, yes, but what if yes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. cool. And then um, I read The Accidental Species, Henry Gee's second book. Or oh, okay. previous, It's previous to this current book, but yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that was published in 2013. That was really good. So about Henry Gee, then, it seems like you really like his writing style. Or you just think of the topic as interesting, which... So he's yeah. one of the few writers that writes nonfiction in a kind of engaging way. Yeah. This has kind of been a trend in the last 10 years or so. Yeah. And because uh, he swore he wasn't going to write another book. 
and then oh, they get him to oh, write that's this right. book. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So he like swore that's off. Right. He's like, never again. He like hated it so bad that. But then his publisher came out and said, no, you need to do this other one. Or his colleague, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and so he did. Wow. And he, yeah. yeah. And, I, and then he has a Twitter account, um, and he has a lot of tweets. He's very active on Twitter. <laughs> He's British. So, yeah. And so it's interesting to see some of the posts he, he has on there. Yeah. Yeah. He's really active on Twitter. I, just a really funny thing to say about an author. <laughs> I don't know why to me, but... Any other ones you want to mention? Any uh, another one that I really liked um, is called The Deep by James Nestor. And oh. it's, it's, an, it's a uh, science book, but it's, his topic was to study free diving. Oh my gosh. Ugh. And in the process, he tells you all about all these cool things in the ocean. Like and scaly things? Or like well, no, not really. I mean, this, the whole free diving thing is really interesting and really kind of crazy, but really cool too. Yeah. And um, but then he he because you're in the ocean, learning about you know all that stuff. He writes about animals and how they cope with this, you know, the, being in the deep, and it's really yeah. interesting. Really cool. Really yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Haven't we only explored like? A very small percentage of the ocean, yeah. right. which is just overwhelming for me right. to think about. Like right. the ocean is just this right. entity, and we, and you know, I mean, that book explained how we're, we popped out of the ocean, folks. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> Spoiler. Alert. There's a. I recently heard about a film, and I can't remember the name of it right now, but the scientist did a lot of exploring into research, ocean research, and mm -hmm. to see how the animals behaved, and he found out that instead of predating each other, like constantly eating each other, and, you know, <laughs> they actually spend most of their time cooperating with each other, Oh, and much less time eating each other. Yeah. And I just thought, wow, there's an example. Yeah. The rest of us. Yeah. And I think that's a, anyway, that's a nice way to look at it, too, though, because I think a lot of times, like, that's, that's I mean, that's how we live through the ocean and nature, the circle of life, like, that's just the way it is out there, but they have their own little... Yeah. Symbiotic relationships yeah, I, and no, I, I, no doubt about it. Their own understanding. Yeah. No doubt. I, I mean, on what level? Who knows? But definitely. <laughs> yeah. When when these, you know, I've been in the, at a, in a reef snorkeling. Mm -hmm. Your these little these little fish check you out. It's like that fish is not just here by accident. <laughs> they're looking. You know, they're checking you. They're looking yeah. at you, and they're inter they want to say, oh, what's your deal? Yeah, <laughs> I've never gone snorkeling. Have you? Oh. Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's like everyone has. I need to try it. Yeah, you it's do. fun. Yeah. Or, or going one of those boats that has the seal, the glass bottom. Yeah, like a, like a river tour, yeah. a boat tour, something. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes you go to like on the Caribbean, you'll be on a cruise, and then they'll take you out. The locals will take you out with like a little bottle with just tortilla chips, wet tortilla chips, and just <laughs> squirt it on yeah, the water, do. and the they fish do. come out and eat it, they and then you get to that, see yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. It's pretty cool. And it's yeah. interesting because they know the sound of the boats and they know they're going to get fed. Yeah. So they come they show out. Up. They yeah, show they've up. been trained. Yeah, yeah, the manta ray come out, which is like bigger than you, and oh they come out yeah. and greet you and you can hold them. Yeah. snorkeling one time and I'm kind of floating around, you know, and I look yeah. ahead of me and there's 12 nurse sharks go by. Oh my and they're gosh. pretty, they're harmless. I'm like, yeah, but they're still big. Yeah, they're still the sharks. <laughs> that's the thing about it. It was wonderful. Everybody thinks it was big. Just in the terms. Yeah. It's just. Oh my gosh. Oh, I have to do it. That's yeah. something I need to do. I'm adding it to my bucket list. Anyway. But yeah, so it seems like you've been really diving into nonfiction. 
Although you said in college, the assemblers were filled heavily with fiction. So yeah. do you cycle through? Is it all or nothing? Or do you mix and match, like, all nonfiction for a couple mm-hmm. leads and then... Uh, I think, honestly, the pandemic has changed me a little mm. as far as what I can read. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not as into the super serious. Okay. Yeah. Even with um, nonfiction, mm-hmm. uh, which is one reason this book in- was enjoyable. Because yeah. he wasn't, he was kind of, he always, he uses humor. I thought he used a lot of humor when he yeah. described everything. And it was just yeah. really cool. I yeah. Is, but, is his, the... Other book, the one that he wrote before a very short history, is it humorous too? Kind of the same tone. Similar. It's it's different. It's a, it's about humans and how we're just kind of and, and all the he goes like this book. He goes up over so much territory. Yeah, I would, just you're kind of like you know my brain's going to explode. But I think he does <laughs> it because you need to remember everything. But just to give you the the architecture of how all became, and yes, in a way we're accidental, but. How like doesn't matter what we do now, like in a in a hundred in a thousand years, we're not going to be here just because. Well, well that's an interesting. Well, point. he he has a footnote <laughs> on there, and I guess we're diving a little bit. Yeah, let's it. go in. Yeah, and and this podcast doesn't have spoiler alerts. I mean, we don't. We just talk about it. Okay. Um, it's not like, but the I used to be like, like yeah, I used to like worry about the environment, and I was like this big, big person into like recycling and doing all this stuff. And then eventually I was just like, no, I don't need to be that preachy person mm-hmm. or that, you know, like, yeah, or that vegan that, oh my God, we're going to kill the world. And you can say that because you are a vegan. So you're right, not right. joking on vegans. You just, right, this is your yeah. vegan perspective. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, after reading this book, I was able to let go of a lot of that worry you know, about like, oh, let's save the planet. Like, no, the planet will go on without us or with us or, you know, like the planet doesn't need saving. Like, I get it. We should do what's best for the planet for our children and our children's children, but but there's like he says though, like we're just a blip. Exactly. And so I know. When, it's incredible. When people talk about like like the you know in uh, science fiction books or just little anything like people always talk about immortality and like if only we could find a way to live longer and it, I always think that there's so much hubris in that because like we're just here for a moment accidentally and something else. Something, someone, some beings are going to come after us. And so I feel like, you know, it's such a... Well, a lot of villains, you know, want to be immortal, or, you know, ruler, or whatever. Walt, Walt Disney, he's on ice right now. Oh, <laughs> oh yes! <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's like, you're going to win... Yeah. He was where I, my kids grew up. We used to go by the place where he is. Oh, my gosh. And I'd, I'd say, hi, Walt. <laughs> and they're like... Yes, I did. We took a tour somewhere of something, and they said that, and it was like, yeah. and it's fascinating to talk about, but I'm just like, but why spend all, like, so much earthly years aiming for a goal that you're not going to see, and you're not going to recognize the world, even if we are successful in whatever, yeah. like, we'll only you a certain amount of time, and, <laughs> and that's the way it's intended. Yeah. This, that's mm-hmm. the way it's intended. We're not, we, th- we like to think we're very special, and um, I studied philosophy, and one of the ways that you can define being a human being is oh, rational thinking. Like, that's what makes us special. And it's kind of just gotten into to our heads. Yeah. He mentions it, too. He, the, he says, like, we're the yeah. only species, because dinosaurs were here way longer yeah. and yeah. prevail over the land more so than we did. Uh-huh. And uh, But they never, 
had the kind of thinking that we have. Mm -hmm. where, like, we want to save the earth and we want to, like, mm -hmm. the dinosaurs kind of, like, were alive one day and the next day they were just obliterated, which is yeah. kind of an interesting, you know, I, I, I like that part of the book. It, it talks about, like, you know, the, an asteroid hitting the Yucatan area mm -hmm. in Mexico and yeah. just, and talks about, like, all the things that happened after that because there was yeah. a, a lot of heat, there was a lot of gases that mm -hmm. killed everything, and unless too you were oxygen. too much oxygen, yeah, unless you were buried underground, you didn't survive it, and so therefore, many, many of the dinosaurs died instantaneously because they were so big and all those yeah. other things. And I feel like with with us, yeah, like yeah, we might go to Mars or we might explore the universe <laughs> and leave the Earth, even though if life on Earth die, it ends. But he even talks about it. He says, there's probably not a chance for us to survive in space either. Yeah, I mm -hmm. saw a Twitter mm -hmm. thread that said, why you don't need to worry about billionaires ditching Earth for mm -hmm. Mars. Yeah. And I'm not a scientist, so of course I do not remember the specific facts. But he really broke it down about everything that would need to be done. And also how awful it is to live in how right. space. Your why would you want to do yeah. that? Yeah. Why would you want to live awful. on it? We've got this... To live on. Why yes. would you want to live on this? Why place? don't you just enjoy your time here? T totally uninhabitable place. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really. Like it. it and <laughs> you it, live there? yeah. And they made science fiction movies about like. Um, oh well, if you guys have ever seen like a Star Trek movie, you know, like yeah. uh, you know, the way that they travel in science fiction movies and stuff, you know, warp speed. Yeah. Um. I like the beam me up option. Oh yeah. I like that too. I would like to be beamed a lot of places, right? Now. Yeah, but you know what? I heard that there's only two ways. There's only one way but that can be done. I probably come, you know, I have missing a limb. Or yes, because apparently one of the only theories they have for transportation like that is to rip apart your atoms and yeah. then rebuild them on the other side. So you could like. It's too risky. We can experiment with certain people. Yeah. Let other testers go first. Mm, who might that be? I have my own list of people that I think would be good. Um, but like that... That's not possible, apparently. It's not possible to travel that fast. And I, I was like, really? Like, are you sure it's not possible? Um, but it's just not. So, what, like, the energies and, um, yeah, astronaut in the thread, too, he was just saying it's awful to be in space. Yeah. So, but there's a lot of other factors that, like, would need to happen that just won't happen. These billionaires are not going to be fleeing to a world like this. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, mm. it, it's interesting because Henry does also science fiction on the side. Mm. And I wasn't published until recently. I was looking at his wiki. And uh, he's also into Tolkien's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so you notice that there's that theme with, uh, among uh, engineers and scientists and researchers mm -hmm. that they love science fiction because they, can't, they, they sort of have to keep going. You know, they, they can't just stop researching. They have to keep going yeah. and learning. And, and that's... Because even, like, even, even like 20 years ago, could people really think that we were going to have cars that ran in on electricity or solar power or hydrogen, I think they're talking about now? And, uh, you know, just... I always think about how amazing, like, planes are. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. still fascinated. Mm -hmm. But every time I see one, I'm like... Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> in the air? I know. I saw this little tiny, you know, jet way up there with a little <laughs> white stream. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's <laughs> insane. Like, who would have... I don't know. I... I would have been like, no, in the air? Like, you know, one yeah. of those skeptics, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll... And, and, like, another thing they... Now I think I'm mixing up the books because... But it's all connected, yeah. but 
They were saying 20 years ago, they were saying that we weren't going to be able to feed the people on earth. Mm. And we've multiplied, you know, we continue to get mm. bigger and bigger and bigger. And we're feeding more people than we ever thought we could. That's so now the, yeah, the conversations good. about something else, not so much about food, but um, the, the inequalities. Like yes, how like how to have. distribute yeah. the excess that we have. Yeah. So if we were able to, so if we were able to figure out what to do with climate, mm -hmm. right, which is kind of what's going to kill us, in the book it says, and this is total speculation, mm -hmm. which at first, when I first read it the first time, mm -hmm. I thought it was scientific fact. But then I looked at the specific note and went in the back and checked it, and he writes, this is me, from <laughs> here on, it's just me speculating wildly, uh, you know, with the perspective of a scientist, mm -hmm. but, but still, like, hmm. Earth will... Because of the orbit of the Earth, in, a, mm -hmm. in about a thousand mm -hmm. years, we're going to hit another ice age. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's going to... Yeah. Life just can't stand under that. Those well, he did say, he did write too, that um, our behavior is going to postpone it. The, yeah. the CO2 the that we're pumping mm -hmm. into the atmosphere is going to keep the Earth warm for mm -hmm. a little bit longer. Yeah. But it's going to happen. So the, And this is really, we're only really talking about... I mean, maybe other animals too, but like all the time on Earth. Yeah, because I, I don't remember if it was this in this book I read it or somewhere else, but I read that ice ages like keep the world going. Right. We think of them as being terrible things because they threaten us or the signs of the Earth getting warmer. Right. But like I, I don't even remember exactly how, but they spark because like new yes. creatures get released, yes, exactly. new bacteria gets released. Right. Um, right. It sparks um, evolution, yes. 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 but not yes. for us, but we're yeah. thinking in a very human-centric view right. of the future. He was also saying that hum Homo sapiens, our genetic variation isn't vast enough to, sur to support right. us as a race yeah. longer than a couple, of, a couple of thousand years ago. Yeah. Because we need a way more variation than right. we already have. Right. Totally. Yeah. 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 We don't have enough. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're all. It's yeah. The gene pool is gonna dry up. Yeah. <laughs> Which is something that dinosaurs were able to do quite fantastically because they yeah. were just. I mean, dinosaurs flew. Dinosaurs like. The evolution yeah. of the and species. And I loved hearing about the feathers. Like the feathers were to keep the little dinosaurs warm mm -hmm. because they were little and they lost heat. Easily, yeah, and then they all were also then they became colorful, yeah, and then that was a social that was to be socially, you know, uh, noticed socially, yeah. which I think is so interesting. Yeah, I I don't because we because yeah. it's like you don't know why you know I mean when you grow up when you're growing up you look at birds and well it's like you don't have any idea what's going on and then yeah and then I know yeah. it's really interesting. I feel like one we can't live long enough to have a major physical evolution. I think. But I feel like, you know, human beings have a lot of internal or, like, mental neurodivergent um, evolution moments. But I, I don't think we have enough that would help us survive, like, a climate change. Well, and I think we're, we're cut off from the natural world that kind of runs all that. So we don't, you know, we're kind of doing our own version of that, I think. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Civilization. Yeah. Industrial revolution and all these things happen. Yeah. For a reason, yeah. right? Oh. Yeah. But I also think that... Um, nature is opportunistic, and I think we're we're behaving in a way that animals kind of behave mm -hmm. because we're saying, okay, we don't want to do this with the natural world. We want to do this instead, or you know, we're gonna we're gonna this is gonna work better for us. And I think that's kind of interesting. 
So, in, in other words, in my opinion, anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, this whole thing we've created is our way of hanging on to life. Yes. Even though it's probably not a very good idea. A lot of it's not a good idea. We'll find out it's not a good not thing all. to do. And it's going to, you know, it's bad news. But, but it's just because it's like, when he describes in that book, it's like life just finds the easiest path. Yes. And it goes for it. Yeah. And um, that's really interesting. But so in a way, we're the, taking the easiest path, right? Like we. Of course, yeah. Yeah, we're thinking, and we even are. though we're, we're more like, educated well, we can, now. We don't need nature. We can do our own thing. You know, yeah. Right. right. I mean, I also think that we've, we've gone through a lot of changes because if you, if you even just look back 30 years ago, people were not as educated as we are now. More people are getting degrees, more people are getting advanced education. Mm -hmm. There's so much content online. And not to say that everything is good, but, <laughs> but before, if you wanted to study engineering, you had to come to the United States in the 70s or whatever. You had to go to a good university. Where nowadays, you could self-make yourself by using YouTube or just having that knack. And, and, and that's what... A lot of very successful people never had like a degree, a master's degree or a doctorate mm. degree or mm -hmm. things like that. They just were good at what they did and were able to do it. Um, but that's what I kind of mean by like a changes of very really internal, right, right? right? Like we're not growing, we're not growing limbs or, or right. you know, maybe eventually most of us will have darker skin because it gets hotter, but we're not really doing anything enough to advance because we're, I, I was reading a book and it said that, so, philosophy, like, they define a human being, like, one of the basic things, like I said before, as we have rationale, but it's also a downfall, because we are only really thinking about the here and now, and that's why we are going to eventually end. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Like, like, we're thinking about, like, getting smarter, but only in relation to the civilization that we've built, right. not to the whole wide world. There's that. And that makes sense. Yeah, there's yeah. that experiment they do with toddlers you remember that one that you hear in psychology where they say okay we're going to put 10 candies here but um we're going to double the amount of candy that's already in the bowl every hour and and everyone can have a billion candies <laughs> because if you do the math right but what happens is the minute they, the the researcher leaves the room one or two people grab all the candy yeah. that's in the bowl and it's completely gone yeah and so that's kind of what we do we're like yeah we just we see, oh, petroleum, whatever, or, oh, whatever industry is do is, is booming, and we just take everything. Every and we industry. try to make as much money as we can immediately and be fine for the next 20 years or the next generation. But even more, like, yeah. people have more wealth than they need in the, in the, the kids, the kids' kids' lifetime. Right. And it's like, it doesn't make sense. Like, our rationale becomes, is both a blessing and a curse of being human. Like the people, let's just say the Hollywood movie industry. Like, how many times do they make movies just because they know it'll make them money? And it's like, but these people at the top are already making so much money. Like, I'm a big European soccer fan, and every, you know, every time someone's contract is almost up, you hear, like, well, this person wants more money. You know, they're already making $19 million a year, but they want more. They don't feel appreciated. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, it's... <laughs> You get paid to play a game, and you get paid yeah. hundreds yeah. of thousands or five to six figures a week. And it's like, what do you, like... Yeah. What more do you need, yeah. What more and do I you think need? that's changed. I think that's changed over... It's gotten... It's, it's getting more ramped up. Yes, it's, it's getting whole, worse. That whole attitude has changed. It's yeah. Gotten, it's more intense. Yeah, it's, it's getting more, way worse. Know, yeah. 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 But, but I... I um, 
I know I have a lot of frustration around um, the whole issue of knowing what we should be doing and figuring out how to behave and do the right thing and then what we're doing. Mm -hmm. those, are the, those are the kind of things, like with uh, lectures, is that we put ourselves into these corners. Yeah. Like we put ourselves into these corners somehow with a, you know, quote, amazingly rational brain, unquote, and we yeah. just... <laughs> I, I really feel that the earth needs to work, all the people on the, on the earth need to work together. Mm -hmm. And I think because there needs to be an entity that will say, look at the, everything, everybody, and say, this is what we need to do. Yeah. We have this amazing, fantastic, spectacular place that we live, and it's <laughs> just... We're, if we're so smart, let's act like we're smart. Right? <laughs> Instead of repeating the same mistakes. What would you, well, we didn't do the rating. What would you guys write the book? Oh, yeah. So, uh, the first, so I read it twice because I was preparing for this and mm -hmm. I read it the first time. But the very first time I, I read it, I gave it a 4.5. Just because. Out of five. Out of five, right. <laughs> and it was just, there was, it was very easy to read for mm -hmm. me. Um, I didn't feel. And, and, and I wasn't, like, looking up every single word I didn't know. I just yeah. kind of went with the narrative, and it was a fun read. Put it into perspective. It had been years since I had read a, a scientific book or, oh. or in a, a nonfiction dealing with this topic. And I guess it was the right time. It was this time where I was like, oh, you know, like, I have an electric car. I don't mm -hmm. want to eat. Like, I, I'm in this, like, green concern. Green mode, yeah. Yeah, green mode. And this <laughs> kind of gave me that out that I was talking about earlier which was kind of good because I was also meditating on it and, and, and just felt, felt like it was in the right time. Yeah. Like it happened for a reason. And, and It's so, great when you read a book that gives you the, like I read this at the perfect time in my life. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> maybe if I had read it when I was 19, I wouldn't have thought, think, yeah. yeah, I would be like, oh, what? <laughs> this is not, this is nonsense. Yeah, you're like, okay, sure, yeah. whatever. Yeah, but um, no, so yeah, it was a, it was a good read. That's awesome. Yeah. What would you rate out of five names? I'd give it a five. Oh, definitely. love that. Yeah. How, do you rate books five a lot or no? no? I don't. Okay. You know, the reason I, because, you know, that was always was created because um, Amazon needed like, an algorithm. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm not an, I'm not an algorithm. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. But if I had to, I would. But I think, I think there's but, joy in that. I think, you know, I very rarely give fives, so I know that my fives are... But, so, but for people who give more fives, it, it like, it's just another way of saying, like, you're having a good time. Like, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think that's totally I okay. Yeah. And, um, but I, I really liked it. I, it was so packed with information that was yeah. so interesting to me. And I just, but it was just, like, it puts a whole different perspective on everything. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what we need is more perspective. out of the here and now. Because we live in the here and now. And it, this says, okay, guess what else is, has happened here mm -hmm. before you? Whoa, a little bit has happened before me. Yeah. Whoa. And guess what? At some point in history, the record of humans, and I wrote this down to remember it, is going to be like two millimeters in the... In the oh, uh, wow. In the in grand the, scheme of time? In the, the Well, sediment. in the sediment. Oh, okay. So when, like, when they, let's oh. say that the planet is encountered by aliens yeah. in like the year, I don't know, 4550. Aliens. And they, they'll find our... Our, yeah, our, our 2,000 years of history, let's say, you know, yeah. that and it'll be like, you know, three millimeters of sediment or less. Yeah. That's it, yeah, compared that's to it. everybody. Yeah. Like, compared you know. to the dinosaurs, it's not, it, yeah. The, yeah, the dinosaurs were there 10 times more than we did. Or, but also, like, um, 
there was a point you made, and I, I can't remember right now what it was. Oh, so yes, so you read the book and it's full of facts, but unless you do that initial reading, you don't get the payout for the for the epilogue or for the very last chapter because that's when you see, oh wow, like this is this is the future, which is how he's putting it. To, how he put his ideas together. Yeah, you see where we're going forward mm -hmm. and where he gets his speculations about the future, and you're like, oh, makes sense. Yeah. Rather than uh, you know, so I think if you're able to read it all, you get the payout at the end. Mm -hmm. If you skip around, it's fine. I mean, you'll you'll. But, but I think it, it gave context. Because to, to be fair, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of books that have come out about like a short history of this or mm -hmm. a short brief lesson in physics mm -hmm. or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so when I first picked up this book, I was like, oh, it's longer and denser than I thought. Mm -hmm. But it's not long. It's just, mm -hmm. it's denser than yes, I thought. It is. Yeah. So, Definitely. yeah. Because it, it yeah, is, really it good. is uh, 275 pages, but the text of that, is, there's about just notes and footnotes and all that stuff, it's about a hundred pages. Yeah. With acknowledgement. But so. he made two points in reference to women that I really... Oh, yeah. ...really mattered, sure. matters, they matters a lot to me. Yeah. Um, one is the, the emergence of grandmothers... Yeah. ...and the homo sapiens, mm -hmm. and how that is a huge factor in the fact that we're still here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> the way community was created, or like the memory was... History yes, was made. Right. They were retelling the story. Yes. Really important role in yeah. Yeah. survival. And then the other point he made at the end in the epilogue was that a huge, a very big part of going forward in the right way is to uh, empower women. Yes. And I really believe that. I, I think nobody. Sh it should never be a monoculture. You yeah. know. I think cooperating. You know, like yes. Like, like the like the fish in the ocean. Yeah. Let's get it together, people. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he anyway. also talks about, for example, they, they talk about the one tribe that started doing makeup and jewelry and yes, and how right. that changed. Yes. Because at one point on Earth, there were two species of humans, mm -hmm. and one wins out over the other, and it was the one with the makeup. And, the, and yes. the, you know, they had all the... They, they, they're not Southern like, Africa. Right? Southern Africa, on the yeah. Coast. So it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. And, but some of it is very accidental, because it, it, yeah. some of it had yeah. to do with flooding and... Yes, and, right. And how... Africa was this huge lake with, with lots of greenery and pretty much where food came from. In yeah. the, in, and it got smaller and smaller and smaller until today, the Sahara Desert, which is completely watered. Yeah. Yeah. And totally uh, the ice caps are changing, plate tectonics yeah. are changing. Which is bad for us, but good for the earth. It's doing yes. what it needs it's to do, do what it's to make do. more life. Yeah. 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 Well, this has been such an excellent talk. Um, thank you so much, Nancy, for uh, coming on the show and chatting because you always have very interesting things <laughs> to talk about and discuss. And so I was really, really excited. Um, I wanted to get some of our patrons on the podcast this summer, and Francisco was like, I know, I have the perfect person. So um, but thank you so, so much. Uh, Come on down to the library. Um, we have a lot of programs happening this summer. So come on down and pick up a physical summer brochure that we'll have. Join us for a 10-year anniversary celebration this year. Maker Monday, ages 12 and up. Oh, yes. In the tech lab, we're going to be making things with a 3D printer, laser cutter, button maker, high-tech and low-tech. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you again for listening. As always, I'm Brianna, and this has been The Page Turner.